Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio, uh, and I give a big thank you to Michelle for holding down the fort last week. Uh, oh, you're welcome. You it did was a fun. great job. We missed you, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to listen to the episode, and it was fantastic, uh, so thank you for doing that. I'm glad to be back, because I missed you guys last week. We're going to start off today's episode with um, one what will be a regular recurring segment uh, from the good folks at Good Food Market. Uh, Philip Sambol is joining us here in the studio, and we've got a special little little thing from Philip. So, how you doing, yeah. Philip? Good, Kyle. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Um, yeah, we've got um, our produce manager Casey Dunjik calling in from uh, Puerto Rico, where wow. she's woofing right now. We're going to find out a little more about that. Casey, you there? Yes, I am. How's it going? It's going really well. It's actually a little cool here this morning. I'd say probably about 70 degrees. Um, typically up in the mountains, it's a bit colder than it is um, in the city like San Juan. But it's a beautiful day. Hopefully I'll get a lot of work done. <laughs> um, I've actually been staying here by myself the past week um, because my host, Maria, had a bit of an accident. And so oh, no. um, I have been manning the fort, feeding all of the animals, caring for the plants, making sure they get plenty of water and compost. Um, but it's a wonderful space. So tell us what woofing is. And that's woofing, W-O-O-F, not wolfing, as in wolfing down right. all the delicious veggies you're growing. Right. So it's willing workers on organic farms um, or the worldwide network of organic farmers. Um, it's an opportunity for farmers all across the world to share their experiences. Um, farmers can either host people to come visit or people like myself can share their knowledge and experience and visit farms um, really anywhere. So each country has its own network. And I joined the Wolf USA network and ended up being able to access Puerto Rico, obviously, and considering that a farmer's time off is in the winter, I wanted to be somewhere warm. And upon doing a little bit of Puerto Rico research, found that the low here, um, the record low is about 46. So that sounded really good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Better than here at this yeah. time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And- um, but this is an organic farm that's in the mountains of El Yunque. Um, they are experimenting with some cacao trees right now, and they focus on biodynamic So with the Wolf Network, you get a few different options as far as biodynamic, um, sustainable, there's food forests, there's flower farms, there's really anything um, that you would want to experience. So what are the principles of biodynamic farming, which is what they're practicing in the farm you're working Mm -hmm. with? So the father of biodynamic farming is Rudolf Steiner, and in 1924 he um, transferred some of his knowledge of just Um, plants and agriculture into farming specifically um, with some talks that he had um, with farmers. And so it incorporates a lot of um, full circle approach. So a lot of people will use the moon cycles. Um, There's an aspect of using a cow's horn and um, filling it with manure and placing it in the ground and ritual type things. So biodynamic farming really just uses the rhythms of the earth. It's supposed to be a more healing farming practice. Um, you move with the cycles of the moon. So, for example, we are primarily planting cacao trees on this farm. 
Um, and so I would be focusing on planting cacao trees on a fruit day. Um, you either have a fruit day, a leaf day, um, let's see, what else is there? Stem days and root days. Um, and then based off of what you're trying to cultivate and harvest, that is the day that you would plant it or even harvest it as well. Um, so the calendar is something that the biodynamic farmers live by. Hmm. So when it's a root day, you would say plant your root vegetables or harvest plant your root vegetables. Right, right. So potatoes and beets. Mm-hmm. Um, you could plant them on those days and then you would harvest them on those days. The idea is that there would be um, better storage for those root crops. Um, they would last longer and be more filled with nutrients, that kind of thing. And so on like the um, leaf day? Leaf day would be lettuces, that kind of thing. Would, would nettles fall into that leaf day? Yes, it does. So on the leaf days, um, we've been preparing our um, our compost juice, I guess you could say. Um, the nettles here are unbelievably big. <laughs> They're the size of dinner plates. I'm staring at some right now from the balcony. Um, they are even more stinging than you ever could imagine. Um, the stems are covered in them. They even produce a fruit. They're so big. Um, but we'll take the nettle leaves, um, we'll take comfrey, um, what else have we been using? Um, some of the ginger leaves, and then there's this um, native Puerto Rican strawberry that looks more like a raspberry. We'll take those, and we'll basically just put them in a blender, um, and then we'll let them ferment a bit, and then we'll apply those as a fertilizer to all of the cacao trees and um, mm-hmm. things in the vegetable garden. Wow. Yeah, anyone who's not familiar with nettle, uh, stinging nettle makes excellent tea. It has um, anti-inflammatory properties, um, very, very nice winter winter beverage for those cold evenings. Um, it's extremely iron-rich, too. So, so it's one of the most nutrient-dense herbs available. Wow. And what else are you growing out there? Um, so we've got some celery, um, celery that is more so focused on the leaf and the stem, so that goes into a lot of our salads. Um, we have a bunch of kale that we harvest, um, a huge comfrey patch, and then there's also just a bunch of the foraged foods that um, we've been eating. So that was actually an interesting thing that I did want to mention. In being up in this mountain range, um, Maria currently doesn't have a car because she was in an accident um, a few months ago, actually. So. We have to catch a ride down into town to go to a grocery store, and that's not always the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Um, so we are mostly left with the food that we are able to get at the grocery store once or twice a week, or once or every other week, and then um, the food that we're able to find here on the farm. So um, the locals here have been teaching me about a lot of fun things. The bananas yeah. are everywhere. Um, we can eat bananas whenever we'd like. Um, and there are these things called panna, and I think they might be jackfruit in the States. I'm not completely Hmm. sure, um, but they're similar to jackfruit, and they're almost like a potato. So um, there are these things that we can pull down from the trees and let them sit and ripen up a bit um, and then use that for our food, but I would say that I've been eating a lot of papaya, bananas, um, those Puerto Rican strawberries, so what are we going to um, see from, from there in the market soon? What are you bringing uh, back? That's the question, yes. <laughs> so I think that um, some of the bananas here, I don't know if we've been able to receive those as organic in the store in large quantities, but all of the bananas here are definitely grown organic. There are some conventional farms that are in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, but I think increasingly you're seeing a movement towards organic. So Maria is in this cooperative here. It's called the Mother Earth Organic Co-op. 
um, and it supports organic farmers that are on the island. And in the last market that I went to, um, I was able to meet a lot of the other local farmers that are focusing on organic and biodynamic practices, um, and they are receiving increasing support from the U.S. government, um, from, you know, the agriculture organizations, because historically um, the large companies have come here and have pushed out the smaller farms to, you know, buy up and mass produce these things, um, mango, papaya, banana, plantains. Um, but I think people are starting to recognize that as the microclimates in Puerto Rico keep changing, um, that some of these things are starting to just drop off. Things aren't maturing quickly or maturing at all. Um, things aren't producing fruit. And so the island that is so small and, and densely populated is recognizing a need to maybe shift its focus a bit. Yeah. Well, it seems like that's um, that's happening all over the world, and it's it's nice exactly. to hear that it's going on there, you know, so close to us, and um, that the fair trade and, and organic um, practices are being are being uh, implemented there. And in, uh, in honor of Casey's... Uh, ambassadorial visit to Puerto Rico. We're going to run a, a sale at Good Food Markets where we only carry fair trade organic bananas. Um, so those right. are bananas in which uh, the farmers um, have been paid a fair price for, um, and there are no synthetic pesticides or fertilizers used. And if you mention Rhode Island Radio at Good Food Markets, 2006 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast at 20th Street, you can get a free banana. Um, Sounds good. Taste the difference organic makes. <laughs> Casey, thank you for, for checking in with us and letting us know how things yeah, are going down there. Absolutely. I miss the store so much. <laughs> All the have. There's a lot of good food here, um, but, you know, home is still home. Absolutely. But it's been great to talk to you guys. Thanks, yeah, Casey. Great to hear from you. You mentioned Rhode Island Avenue Radio. You heard the segment on Rhode Island Avenue Radio at, at the Good Food Markets and get a free banana. Absolutely. A free a, fair trade organic banana. Exactly. Uh, and for... First-time listeners, uh, first-time people to the store, give us the details on how to get there. Absolutely. Um, it's at 20th and Rhode Island, 2006, Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. Um, our website is goodfoodmarkets.com, Twitter handle goodfooddc. Um, and if you'd like to give us a call, it's 202-248-8494. Awesome. Thank you, Philip. You're Thanks, very welcome. Philip. Thank you all. Just wanted to let everybody know in the, in the business community out there um, that there are some some news items. First off, as as everyone should know by now, um, there is a foam ban uh, in D.C., and that is uh, basically a, a foam container ban, and that's from uh, the Department of Energy and Environment. Uh, it, it is uh, part of the Sustainable D.C. Omnibus Amendment Act of 2014. Um, it bans the use of food service products made of expanded polystyrene, commonly known as foam or styrofoam, uh, and that ban began January 1, 2016, and applies to all district businesses and organizations that serve food. Uh, if you need further information about that, you can head over to the Department of Energy and Environment website, doee.dc.gov, and uh, Right there on the front page, uh, there's a, a icon for the Foam Free DC program. Um, again, uh, that took, uh, that was effective January 1, 2016. Um, so uh, I'm sure all of the uh, Rhode Island Avenue Main Street businesses are following that that rule. I'm sure they are. Cups uh, and containers. Cups and containers, yep. Um, the, but 
the law does not apply to food or beverage uh, beverages filled and sealed in foam containers before an entity receives them, like uh, like egg cartons, right? Or right. Um, uh, that uh, that foam tray that that like hamburger meat comes on right. at the grocery store. It doesn't doesn't apply to that. It's just you know mainly carry out carry out items. Yeah. yeah. Um, so go check out doe. Is that right? Doee.dc.gov. Uh, if you have additional questions about that, and then in another pretty exciting uh, announcement for businesses, uh, the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs um, announced uh, late December that from uh, January 1, 2016 to February 29, 2016, uh, they are having an amnesty program for for business licensing, uh, which is that's a pretty big deal. Um, and, and the, the types of businesses that are eligible to participate in that program are businesses that may be operating under an expired license, uh, or they may be operating without a license or, or a corporate registration of some sort. Uh, or maybe, maybe the registration is in revoked status for some reason. Um, or they're perhaps a business, um, that weighs and measures things and um, they've not registered their commercial weights and scales and, and scanners and such. Um, usually if you are out of compliance with any of those things, you know, you got to pay a big fine to get it reinstated. Uh, if, if they catch you operating without a license, you, you, you get a big fine slapped on you and retroactive fees and, and it's just a big mess. And, you know, um, there, there are a lot of businesses in D.C. that I think have, have been in a little trouble with DCRA at some point in their life, mm-hmm. you know, whether whether on purpose or not. You know, I think sometimes uh, rules change on business licensing, and it doesn't always filter down to right. the, to the right. businesses that need to hear it. And so for one reason or another, they may find themselves out of compliance. And this is a great opportunity uh, for business owners to, to fix that. Uh, no harm, no foul. You just get in there. Uh, Contact DCRA. Uh, DCRA.dc.gov is their website. Um, and you'll see, again, on the front page, um, a business license amnesty program. Uh, you can click on that to get more information. Or you can call them at 202-442-4400. Uh, again, that's the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs, or DCRA, their um, business license amnesty program. And how long does that last? Till yeah. February 29th. Okay. Uh, oh, it's a leap year. It's a leap year. It's a so leap you get, year. You get yes. an extra day. Yes. Uh, so if there are any businesses listening to this that... Uh, that's pretty important. And, yeah. Uh, that's, they could save a ton of money. For, oh, absolutely. Know. And, you know, you, you can't you can't get ahead if, if you don't have these licenses in place. In fact, there are a lot of uh, grants that we offer to businesses. But if they don't have their licenses, they probably don't qualify. Right. They have to They have to prove that they are in good standing with DCRA and the Office of Tax and Revenue uh, by getting a good certificate of good standing. And so if a business is out of compliance uh, with DCRA... Now's they, the time to get into compliance for no trouble. Because you are literally leaving money on a table. Yeah. We've got grant money to give to you. We've got programs and services to provide to you. Uh, so so do the right thing. Uh, take advantage of this program. 
So before we get on to our next guest, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Uh, their uh, grants to us help pay for this program and, and the activities we do on Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. So uh, thank you, DSLBD and DHCD. And now we are joined by uh, Yvonne Rivers of Phoebe Marketing Group. Welcome, Yvonne. Good morning, Kyle. How are you? I am doing great. Um, so, Michelle, Yvonne actually lives here in the neighborhood, uh, in good old Ward 5, um, and I met her uh, through Business Bites and, and, and helping business owners. Yvonne, you are the uh, principal and founder of Phoebe Marketing Group. Uh, it's a Correct me as I go along here. Business development and training firm for businesses and nonprofits, right? Absolutely, yes. Right, uh, and uh, you are full of energy and you are full of knowledge. Uh, what are you up to these days? Oh, 2016, kicking off a lot of different things. Still doing business development, helping businesses and nonprofits. And as you may know, I started DC Shark Tank last year in March yes. of 2015 and got the interest of the real sharks out of LA. But now I've rebranded that pitch competition to Phoebe Pitch Tank. So we're having our first Phoebe Pitch Tank on January 27th at WeWork co-working space at 641 S Street in Northwest. Nice. This is where business owners will come. In fact, Cal, you were a judge one time yeah, last I got year. To, I got yeah. to be one of the sharks. <laughs> now it's like the Phoebe Sharks or whatever, which typically business owners will come before a panel of experts and pretty much tell, tell their business. you got three minutes to tell who you are, what you do, and why you can benefit from any kind of funding and what are you going to do with it, how you can really upscale your business. The sharks then will ask questions. To make sure you're on point, you know your numbers, you know your valuation, and you know how you're going to grow. And likely with that is the fact that input really helps to give them insight. One particular change that's happening this year is that we'll still have the Sharks because at the January 7th event, actually Warren Brown, uh, formerly of uh, Sugar Rush uh, Food Network and now Cake Club, it's going to be one of the Phoebe Sharks, but I'm going to be a shark this year. Nice. So I'm serving pretty much as a business coach that not only typically with the pitch tank or shark tank, the people pitching don't get to ask the sharks questions. Well, they will get to ask questions this year mm. because the key point of that is that we want them to leave knowing more than what they came up with. So it's not like them coming and telling us or telling the sharks all of what about their business. We want to give some input to them. So that's how it's going to work in 2016. So do they have to register for that event? Yes, they do. They can register at Eventbrite. Just go into Eventbrite and put in Phoebe Pitch Tank, and you'll see the registration. It's free to attend, so it is like a watch party. So you don't have to be a business owner to come. You can really pretty much for its register, and it's free at WeWork. It's free this particular time with that. It's $50 to actually pitch your business because there you're getting coaching, you're getting feedback. And another feature, I really am not, I'll just reveal it here today. We will be videotaping in 2016 for a pilot for a television show. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, yes. breaking news on breaking Rhode Island news, right. <laughs> Breaking news. So if you want to be possibly part of this, we're really doing a pilot. This has really blown up since 2015. So uh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I say, when an opportunity comes, go for it. Right. And this is going to be in February? The, this the next is January 27th. Oh, Janu- okay, January 27th. Wednesday, January 27th. Okay, we so work. people need to look and apply now. Apply now. We're filling up. I think we've got probably about 40 people RSVP. So You're going to see all 40 
people? No, that's for his attendees. Oh, I see. Okay. Now we've got how many a, businesses? Maximum of twenty. Okay. So get in there. We've got some already. So if you want to get in, you need to get in. And you go on Eventbrite, you pay your $50, I'll be in contact with you. I actually will do a pre-pitch coaching class. So if you don't or want some extra help in the very beginning, the event starts at 6, but I'll be doing that pre-pitch class at 5 o'clock right at WeWork. So uh, if if it's like it was when when I was a mm-hmm. shark, um, the businesses are going to pay $50 to, to do their pitch. Yes. Um, but this is not like the the big tv show shark tank where they can actually win funding for their project it's not winning funding per se but you don't know and i say there's no guarantee of funding people may be in the audience just know about it because it's exposure now the prize to win because last year we had like a cash prize we gave some office space this particular year we're offering actually a one-day session that we will be taping for the tv series but likewise this is a one-day how to grow your business we're going to bring in five business experts we're going to have five round tables for a full day value of that is 497 dollars. if you win the pitch competition you get to come free that's great that's how many great. times are you looking to do this this year we'll be doing this six times every other month Oh, okay. So January, March, and so forth with that at different locations. That's locally here in D.C. And as I just said, for as we're starting a tour, the tour cities will actually, actually be in Virginia Beach in April. I'll be in Miami in May, looking to be in Baltimore, I think, in possibly February. So we'll be touring different cities. We'll definitely be here in D.C. every other month. All right. That sounds great. Um, so tell us about some of your other services that you offer. Business coaching, and I was just sharing, I think, with James before I came in, a big part of being successful and why I really have the educational component, (coughs) excuse me, a lot of pitch competitions, you come in, you pitch your business, and you either win or lose. Well, winning or losing, you need to still know how to grow your business. So a big part of what I do is entrepreneur training and taking a business owner, whether you're a startup, whether you've been in business five years, 10 years, 20 years, or whatever, but you want to move to the next level. So my classes that I teach, from the guerrilla marketing to marketing 101 to how do you grow your business, that's on the group session. So if you go on my website, which is www.phoebemarketing.com, you'll see my classes. I'll do guerrilla marketing classes and marketing classes. Those are group classes. I also do one-on-one business coaching. I'll give you a perfect example. I have a relatively new client. Four months I've been working with him, and he has a barbershop actually in Bowie, Maryland. And he really came to me because he was looking to expand to go to a new location, wanted to sort of upscale barbershop. And I, I say this because my whole premise is, well, let's see how we can maximize everything that you've got now. Don't leave any money on the table. So I really viewed, went into his barbershop and almost like, if you watch the show The Prophet with Mar- Marcus Leonis, who yeah. comes in, well, I sort of went in and said, well, let's sort of change this. He had a it was cluttered shop or whatever, so we got that sort of like uncluttered, as well as, okay, how many, te- how many chairs do you have? You're getting booth rent. He had three empty chairs. So the concept versus just depending on booth rental from barbers or stylists, let's hire some people, put into those chairs. We develop a marketing campaign, and we pay them an hourly and get a share of their revenue. Now, if you and I both know, I don't know what you pay for bar- for a haircut or you pay for a stylus or whatever, it's at least $25. At so, least. 
At least, mm-hmm. at least $25. So if you look at one particular chair and you're there from 9 to 6, 9 to 7, let's say 10 hours, 10 hours, typically two per, you got to know your numbers. So let me just tell you some numbers. So let's say two to three per hour at 25, that's 75, 10 hours. So at least maybe 750 if you're booked, 750 to $800 a day, okay? If you pay that person $10 an hour, $15 an hour, and you get a share for a service, you're looking at, you bring in 800 That particular owner can really be bringing in at least four to 500 of that and not cutting hair. You got three chairs. You're talking 1200 a day. 1200 a day times five is 6000 6000 times four is 24000 a month. Know your numbers. Mm-hmm. Know your numbers. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Uh, and that, you know, you can you can creatively look at just about any business out there. Absolutely. Uh, but when it all it always comes down to you got to know the numbers. Is numbers. it making money? Because if it isn't making money, you're doing something wrong. Knowing numbers and knowing your market. Yep. Your that market is important. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Three. Th- I tell people there's a, there's a, a three point guarantee I give to my clients. I say if you have these three things in place, you're guaranteed for your advertising or marketing work. Number one, you have the right message. You got to know what to say. You have to have the right audience, that you got the right people, and the right number of times. If you do that, because a person typically have to hear something 3.7 times to even, oh, I heard of that before. Then you hear it mm-hmm. eight times, oh, I think I need to call. So those are the things with that, so yeah. if you have that in place. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to be joining uh, us for our monthly Business Bites uh, meeting in February. Yes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, if you are a Rhode Island Avenue Main Street business, uh, we do we do a monthly meeting for you. Uh, it's the fourth Tuesday of every month from 8 to 9.30 a.m. The, uh, <coughs> the location changes uh, depending on uh, how many guests we anticipate uh, having. I believe uh, we anticipate having a lot of uh, attendance for your uh, session in February, we're actually going to be hosting it at uh, the public option. Uh, Well, the public option at 1601 Rhode Island Avenue has uh, offered to have their space open, uh, a lot more seats available than than our usual location of of the Main Street office. And they're going to open in the morning. They're going to open in the morning. Ah. Bill Bill Perry, he's a a morning guy anyway. Okay, yes. um, Yes, I run into him getting coffee. (laughs) And he's at just about every Business Bites meeting, so he will... uh, he is happy to oh, to open great. his doors, and uh, he was he was in the audience the last time you came and spoke to Business oh, Bites, and okay. so he said, "Absolutely, absolutely, I want to host it when Yvonne is there." So, okay, uh, that and, it, w- and the topic's going to be time management for entrepreneurs. Perfect. What an important topic <laughs> time yeah. for all of us, yeah. <laughs> for no entrepreneurs. Uh, so, just without without giving away the whole spiel, <laughs> what is you know what are what are some some hot buttons for time management for businesses. Is arrange your days in pockets. And what I mean by that from the time for personal, professional, and your business. And all of us, whether we have a family, whether we get up early, late, or whatever, you've got to know that you're spending your time as productive as possible. From the time that you get up in the morning to the time you lay your head down at night, that at the end of the day, you need to be able to say that I was productive today. And I actually have, scrolling across my computer, I go by Phoebe. Phoebe, have you fulfilled your pur- 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 have you fulfilled your purpose today? And I ask myself that question each and every day. 
because not that you know you you work twenty four seven and so forth, and I work a lot, but yet and still I love what I do. You want to make it work for you. You ask yourself the question: all that you have on your schedule, will it bring you money now or later? Right. And if you, if the answer is not yes, you need to rethink what you've got on your schedule. Yeah. So, so uh, binge watching. Uh, the latest release on Netflix is, uh-huh. uh, is probably not the best use of my time. Uh, uh, are you talking well, in, about in, me, Kyle? In, in your personal oh, actually, time. I was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see, this is what this what 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 you do is if I, you decide what time you, you want out the time. Exactly, yeah. we are entrepreneurs, and that is the blessing about it is that we decide on what time we're going to work. I take Monday off, Monday morning off, and Friday afternoon. So I don't work if I work all day Monday, or if I work at all for it's Friday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are really my work days every week. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are my work days. I have a set schedule per se that I have field days and office days. So if I'm out, I'm out. I'm going to schedule times. I book back to back and whatever. Now my personal time be is after I've said I'm going to get off work. Be whether I'm going to go to a show, whether I'm exercise, whatever else. Or Netflix binging. Or Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) You you can put it in. Yeah. But not doing the working day. In other words, and I tell people, there's a difference between front office and back office. You want to do your front office work during your working time, like 9 to 5, and your back office work. And that could be even your bookkeeping to do that in your back office work. After five, because if you if there's a time you can be seeing clients or talking or emailing, spend that prime time there. Good, good advice. Good advice. So uh, we will look forward to seeing you at the Business Bites again. Fourth Mm -hmm. Tuesday in February. I'm drawing a complete blank on what? February 23rd. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) February 23rd uh, at 8 a.m. You can find out more information about that uh, coming up on our website, riamainstreet.org. And if they want to get in touch with you and take advantage of your services and find out more about um, the Phoebe tank, please go to www. That's Phoebe spelled with P H O E B E marketing.com is my website. And my phone number is two zero two four three zero zero three seven eight. And my email address is CEO at Phoebe marketing.com. And you are all over social media. I know yes, I've seen you yes. on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is actually Phoebe VA. And Facebook is my name, Yvonne Rivers. Um, LinkedIn, Yvonne Rivers. In fact, if you just go and Google. Yvonne Rivers. <laughs> and put Yvonne Rivers. You know, and I say because I'm, 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 I, I work at that because that's part of my own marketing. Sure. And you really want it to pay off. And I really scrutinize myself as much as I tell my clients to. And I'm always for putting out things and sort of doing, being connected. In fact, just my newest, newest, I guess, exposure not on social media, whatever. I was just named 2016 expert by fitsmallbusiness.com. Oh, oh that's awesome. Fantastic. I'm like, how did y'all know about me? Well, we see you all <laughs> over the place. Okay. And also, Madam J- C.J. Walker, mm-hmm. if you remember yes. for us. In fact, we share the same birthday, birth- December 23rd. You know, of course, she's passed. We didn't, not as old as you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> same birthday, December 23rd. They just named me for his Walker's legacy for his uh, woman of inspiration. Oh, congratulations. You know, so it's, it's like you got to be out there. If you may have the best thing in the world, but if you're in a pocket, if you're going in a corner, no one knows. No one knows. And I have a couple of clients who really 
are shy and don't want to talk about themselves, that's, you, need, you need to get out of that. <laughs> because yep. if you don't believe in yourself you and talk be your about your own best advocate. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I'm not I'm not arrogant, but I know what I know what I know. And yeah. so I tell it. Wait, tell how, it. Do, how does the song lyric go? It ain't bragging if you back it up. That's <laughs> it. Oh, I'm glad you said that. I hadn't heard that. Hadn't heard that. Yeah, I can back it up. <laughs> All right. You're good. You're good. I can back it up. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining thank us today. Thank you for this opportunity. We will look forward to talking to you again in February and uh, and seeing the results of the Phoebe Pitch Tank. Absolutely. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. 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 Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Uh, uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>